Hi, I'm Mark. Thanks for joining me today on Words of Truth. I'm tackling a large and maybe even a bit of a controversial topic today, and and this will be a bit longer podcast than unusual, perhaps, because this is such a large topic that I can hardly know where to start or where to end. But I want to talk about how to recognize the signs of the times. It's natural that in the environment that we live in today, often people will come to me as a pastor and ask me whether I think we're living in the last days before Christ returns, and are we seeing signs of the times? Well, in my opinion, the signs of the times that point to the Lord's soon return are so plentiful and obvious that I don't know how anyone with any kind of spiritual discernment at all could possibly miss them. And I'd go so far as to say that this is an area that even amillennialists and premillennialists can agree on. <clears throat> I read an article about a man who was preaching at a prophecy conference. He had been preaching on the signs of the times for over 60 years when there were very few signs to actually see. But then he made the comment that he's no longer looking for signs, but that he's listening for sounds. That's a great statement. Because today we don't even have to search for signs because we're inundated with them. There are so many of them and they're so clear that it's like the Lord has hung a neon sign in the sky blinking, Jesus is coming soon, Jesus is coming soon. So maybe you're not familiar with what a biblical sign is, which points to the coming of the Lord. Well, basically, it's a prophecy concerning a historical event or a technological development that will characterize a future time. Let me give you an example of what I mean. For example, the advent of the Messiah would be one. It was Micah the prophet who prophesied that Jesus would be born in the town of Bethlehem. You can find it in Micah chapter 5 and verse 2. And then it was Daniel who said the Messiah would be cut off 483 years after an edict was issued to rebuild Jerusalem. You find that in Daniel 9, verse 25. Let me read it, because this one is so significant. Know therefore and understand that from the going out of the word to restore and rebuild Jerusalem to the coming of an anointed one, a prince, there shall be seven weeks, then for 62 weeks it shall be built again with squares and moat, but in a troubled time. In other words, Daniel was told that the coming of Christ would be after 490 years, and that the trigger, which would set the clock ticking, would be a royal decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem. Now, there are actually three decrees during this time. Uh, given by various Persian kings. But then there was a fourth decree given by a guy called Artaxerxes that related to the restoration of both the city and the temple. And that decree was the trigger that started Daniel's 70 weeks moving toward the anticipated coming of the king. Daniel's prophetic time clock climaxed at Christ's first coming. Daniel also prophesied that the coming of Jesus would take place before the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, which took place in 70 AD. 
And so those two prophecies were specific, and both of them took place in exactly the way they were told. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, a, ge a geographical sign. And Jesus was born exactly when Daniel said he would be, and before the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, a historical prophecy. There are actually 109 prophecies in the Bible that talk about the first coming of the Messiah, and every one of them have been fulfilled. Now, the same principle applies to the second coming of Jesus. There are more than 500 prophecies in the Bible that talk about the second coming. And one out of every 25 verses in the New Testament speaks about this great event. It's in these prophecies that we see many signs that we should be watching for. Signs that will indicate that the time of the Lord's return is drawing near. We find a significant teaching from Jesus about this in his uh, Olivet Discourse in Matthew chapter 24. And there he said in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 33, When you see all these things, recognize that I will be near, right at the door. In other words, start listening for the sounds. The Apostle Paul also made that point, that we can recognize the season of the Lord's return. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses, verses 1 to 6, where he says that the Lord will return like a thief in the night. He's not coming for believers in that manner because we're sons of the light. But rather, he's talking about how the Holy Spirit opens the eyes of the believers to be able to determine the signs of the time so that we aren't caught off guard by the Lord's return. And so, what are some of the signs of the times that we're talking about? Well, there's the reestablishment of the nation of Israel, for example. Over and over again in the Old Testament, it prophesied that in the end time, right before the Messiah would return, that the nation of Israel would be reestablished. You can read those prophecies in, in places like Isaiah chapter 11, and Ezekiel 37, and Amos 9, and Zechariah chapter 12. And Jesus himself talked about it in Matthew 24, 34, when he told us to watch for the rebutting of the fig tree, which is a symbol of Israel. And when that happens, he said, that generation that sees it will not pass away until all these things, that is the return of the Lord, takes place. The book of the Revelation is full of technological signs concerning the end times. For example, there's a prophecy that half of the world population will die in the first uh, three and a half years of the Great Tribulation. You see it in Revelation chapter 6 to 9. Now, how could such a thing take place if it weren't for the development of nuclear weapons? The only other possibility I could see would be some pandemic that comes without a cure. But also think, of the, think about the prophecies that when the two great witnesses of God are killed by the Antichrist in the middle of the tribulation, found in Revelation chapter 11 verse 9, that the whole world will look upon the dead bodies for three and a half days. Now, how could that happen without the development of television and the Internet and live streaming and satellite transmissions? Another prophecy in Revelation that's been waiting for historical development is the one that states that there will be an army of 200 million soldiers that will march across Asia toward Israel during the period of the tribulation. 
That prophecy was written in 95 AD when there was only 200 million people on the planet Earth. It took 1,600 years for the population to double to 400 million. In fact, the population didn't reach a billion until 1850. Now, this century has experienced a population explosion due to the advent of modern medicine, keeping in mind that penicillin wasn't discovered until 1928. The Earth's population didn't reach 1 billion until 1928. Today, the Earth's population has passed the 6 billion mark, and there's one Asian nation alone who could easily send an army of 200 million, and that's China. I wish I could take the time to talk about all the signs of the times of the Bible, but let me just name a few. There are signs like nature, signs of nature, like famine earthquakes, plagues, and unusual weather patterns. There are signs of society like lawlessness, violence, immorality, greed, hedonism, and rebellion. There are spiritual signs like the increase of false Christs and false prophets and cultic groups and apostasy in the professing church, widespread heresy in the church, a movement toward a one-world religion, at the persecution of true believers. On the positive side, there's an unusual outpouring of the Holy Spirit, worldwide evangelism taking place, a new understanding of Bible prophecy. And then there's the world political signs. We've already talked about the reestablishment of Israel. But then there's the Arab hostility toward Israel mounting, and the menacing power of uh, Russia toward Israel and Asian nations capable of fielding an army of 200 million, wars and rumors of wars, civil and ethnic wars, the reunification of Europe, the move toward a one-world economy. There are technological signs like the development of nuclear weapons, television and satellite transmission, robotics, computer and laser technology, and high-speed transmission. We see accelerator signs like population explosions, increase in knowledge, increase in violence, a rapid disintegration of society. And there are so many more signs that I can, can't even get them all bent, but you find it all prophesied in the Bible. Now the good news is that God never pours out his wrath without a warning. Because he says in 2 Peter 3.9, he does not wish that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. And Jesus said that when we see all these signs coming together, like we do today, he will be right at the door, ready to return. You see, God is warning us, just like thunder and lightning storms warn us of bad weather. I believe that Jesus is at the gates of heaven, just waiting for his Father's command. Are you ready? Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.